Ho, ho, hello, and welcome to a podcast for Christmas. I'm Katie, and with me today, I have my friend Meg. Say hi, Meg. Hi, Meg. <laughs> good, very good. Thanks. So, this week we watched um, A Castle for Christmas, which is one of the big Netflix releases. Um, I thought it was a really fun time. It was also very silly, and uh, it's set in Scotland, and Meg happens to be Scottish, so I brought her on as my expert consultant. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's, it's nice to know that I'm an expert. Um, yeah, twenty almost twenty six years yeah. in the field. Yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah. the smirk of our friendship group. Excellent. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's let let's get right into a recap. So we start with Sophie Brown. She's an American author, played by Brooke Shields, who I mostly know from Jane the Virgin, but she's been in a million zillion things. I really only know her as Hannah Montana's mom. Question mark? Oh, I love that. That's that's so good. I forgot she was Hannah Montana's mom. <laughs> I always just remember Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> ah, fair. And Dolly Parton, who's also in that and show. And also Dolly like Parton, yeah, correct. Yeah, so Sophie is a romance writer and in her most recent book, she's killed off the male lead, the romance interest called Winston, and people are not having it. She does this big interview with Drew Barrymore and everyone hates her, basically, and is really mad at her because she's gone through a divorce and therefore now her books are bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird one. But as soon as we saw Drew Barrymore, I was like, okay, this movie has a budget. budget. I hope exactly. we get to see it. Compared to most Hallmark movies, like the one that we watched last week with Annie, which is Christmas Wedding Planner, absolutely zero budget. The Apart from like the sound designer getting to press buttons. So it was fun to see that there was going to be some budget involved. To get away from it all, she travels to Scotland to um, her father's village, Dunbar, where she meets a bunch of nearby villagers, etc. Uh, she realises, no, I think she always knew that her grandfather worked as a groundskeeper in this castle. So she goes yeah. to visit there, um, visit this big old house. Um, and basically <laughs> it's definitely finds a house and not a castle. Right, so that was my main takeaway. I'm, like, they show it and they're like, wow, welcome to this beautiful Edinburgh castle. And it's I'm like, this is a big house. Decidedly it's a beautiful house. not a castle. Yeah. I googled it and it is, in fact, a Tudor Gothic revival mansion, which sounds lovely. correct. That, that like, sounds about right. Um, yeah, right? Lovely. But it just looks like a National yeah. Trust house. <laughs> it, it, it sure is. It's got nice grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in lovely. The, in the but film, it's, it's a house, Dun Dunbar Castle, um, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know if we want to get into it right now. But oh um, no, go right ahead. So Dun in Gaelic, so Scots Gaelic means castle. Um, the castle castle. Bar <laughs> means hill. Uh, so it's <laughs> hill castle. Castle castle on a hill castle. So it's <laughs> it's the chai tea non bread of. Netflix I love Christmas that. films. That's so good. I love it. Um, but yeah, I was my main take from like the first half of this film is like, with love to American listeners, you're so easily impressed by a big house. They're like, this is a beautiful yeah. castle, and I'm like, this. It's not like obviously I would never live in somewhere like that. Like it's not a castle I could afford to live in, but it's just a big house. It's, it's just a house that people yeah. that kind of know the Queen live in. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've been on a lot of school trips to a lot of crusty, dusty houses yeah. like that. And yeah, but the best what I did like, and this is 
Yeah. We are jumping ahead a little bit, but my favourite part about it was that they were like, yeah, this big house is in a state of disrepair. We only heat some of it. I'm like, accurate, that correct. That's very That's how all correct. the big houses are. Yeah, I've got more <laughs> later about the affordability of castles. Um, Excellent. Can't wait. <laughs> Let's continue the recap then. So while she's on this trip to see the castle where her grandfather worked, she bumps in to what we assume is a groundskeeper doing some work and he gives her a private tour. Ooh la la, who's this man? Uh, but she gets told, okay, well, you can't go upstairs because that's someone's actual home. So, like, this is the tour. And then she sneaks away and goes to a, a forbidden part of the castle anyway, causing this man to get very upset. Um, but she does find that her grandfather has scraped the beginning of his surname into one of the doors. So she's like, yes, this is definitely the place, which is cute fine liked it very funny that no one's ever noticed it before no, it's very it's obvious not super <laughs> hidden and it is massive like it's not yeah it's massive it's and it's like it's the beginning letters of mcginty and it's it's not yeah, subtle at all it's right there <laughs> so she leaves and then later finds out from her new friends at the pub who are a knitting group and i love them they're my favorite part of the movie very very good. silly yeah, she finds out from them that the castle is for sale, and I'm going to continue to refer to it as a castle, even though we all know it's, it's a, a house. house. Yeah. But <laughs> we find out that it's for sale, and she's like, oh, okay, that's funny. How funny would it be if I bought a castle? Haha, <laughs> unless. And they're like, it's actually really not expensive to buy a castle. And again, we'll probably get into the economics slightly later, but I really don't think romance authors make that much money. Um, I don't think they she's make castle got 12 money. 12 books. And she yeah. seems, I mean, if she's famous enough to be on, like, the Drew Barrymore show mm-hmm. or whatever. But I don't know, how much does she get in royalties? What, what's her, what's her right? life I just like? feel like author is not, like, now the most lucrative career just no. for, like, throw away buying a castle. Anyway, she does it. She's like, right, I'm going to go meet with the Duke and, like, put an offer in on the castle. Surprise, surprise, the grumpy groundskeeper from before... That's the Duke. Duke. Who could have predicted? Whoa. Um, He is very grumpy. He does not want to sell to her. um, But it's fine. And she is very much committed to it. And she's like, no, I've fallen in love with the castle. I need to live here because my granddad was here two generations ago. And he scrawled his name really large in the back (laughs) of a door. Literally. (laughs) Um, so the Duke really doesn't want to sell it, but I think, I don't know what the guy's job role is, but his name's Miles and he's like the, the groundskeeper, something of the house. And he basically the Duke's advisor is like, okay, we have to sell the house because the, we have no money. Yeah. So the Duke is Miles and I think it's Thomas. That's right. Is the other guy uh, yeah. who's also there and yeah. wears a kilt all of the time. As he should. are in Scotland. That's what very cold. Wears. But we're in Scotland. That's we are in Scotland. I mean, wears. I'm sorry. Yeah, as we know, everyone wears a kilt. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but when he finds that he has um, no choice but to sell, he offers um, Sophie this kind of impossible contract. That's like, right, we need to live together for ninety days, and there's some stuff with escrow, which I will never properly understand what escrow is, and I don't want to understand what it is. But basically, she has to wait out the selling period with him, and he's hoping to drive her away. Like by giving her the worst room in the house and etc. and getting her just to basically non-refundable deposit. Evil scheme by this man, but fine. Um, so he gives her a secondary tour of the castle, which is all of the the bad things about it. All, all the of leaky the leaks floors and the bits yeah. that are falling apart. Which honestly, in a yeah. castle, 
it's really not that many comparatively to what I assume a Mm-mm. crusty, dusty castle is like. Very cold, Literally. very wet. And there's, it's, he gives her like the worst room in the house, um, but her, her new knitting friends come over and help her decorate it. And we get like some nice organic scenes of her hanging out with the knitting people, doing their hair for some reason that she's good at. Um, it's very silly. There's like a, there's like the the whole midsection of the movie is like want to hang out for a bit with yeah. the Duke, and also they just kind of build chemistry both between Sophie and the locals, and also Sophie the Duke kind of get on a little bit, but there's nothing super massive. Um, and then she one day leads a tour of the castle, she takes over, and then she's at the pub the next day, and the Duke gets really annoyed, and he's like, you're so everywhere, stop being in all my places. Stop being in all of the, big the communal places in this tiny village. Yeah, right, like, How where else you are you going to go? It's a tiny village. <laughs> the one pub, right? Um, so they have their first blowout then, um, which, you know fine it's nothing massive they still are kind of in the enemies phase of enemies to lovers mm-hmm. um have a few more little arguments where he stomps around and she's like i'm not going anywhere i want to buy the castle you have sold me the castle which fine um and then it kind of turns around pretty quickly when they're like oh should we go and get a christmas tree and then so this is an hour into the movie and this is where the christmas begins yes. in the christmas holiday romance like, I'll get into this later when we talk about how much Christmas... But it is... I checked it. It's a full hour in and they're like... Christmassy. It's not Christmassy until the last, like, 30, 40 minutes when they're like, oh, let's go and get a Christmas tree. And then it's like, bam, time for Christmas exactly. for the conclusion. The is, it's arguably quite wintry, but mm-hmm. do you, is it actually wintry or is it just Scotland and cold? Is it just... Is it yeah, just Scotland? miserable and cold. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> But they get the tree and then they go back to the castle and they um, decorate and the knitters come over and randomly sing jingle bells that they've arranged (laughs) in their spare time. Which, sure, fine. Um, And they decide to basically throw a party that the old dukes always used to throw. So they throw this big Christmas Eve party. Because it's based um, on that local legend of the warrior lady Mm -hmm. and her... Um, quote unquote commoner s- sidekick, <laughs> and then something, yeah. something, a well and jewelry, and a sword, and a s- sword, and sword at some point. They pulled the sword out the well. Definitely not what that was. Mm. And no, no um, idea. And then to celebrate, they I think they got married at Christmas. And yeah. they invited the, the, the whole village make the most sense. to mm-hmm. their Christmas party wedding. <laughs> it's very silly. So it's a legend that's not of... real. <laughs> no, oh, definitely not. Oh, really? That was. It sounds like it was made up by AI, um, but this was made pre-AI, so clearly not. Um, so then uh, that evening. Sophie is randomly trying on her gown that she's found, which, like, just because you're buying the castle doesn't quite mean that you, you own don't get everything every in the wardrobes. Like, yeah, yeah, anyway, she's trying this gown on, and then Hamish the dog, which we have forgot to mention up to this I point, but he is very Hamish. cute. Best yeah. person. Best actor. Absolutely. So, yeah, so the dog brings them together because he um, steals the shoe, and he brought them together the first time because he made them bump into each other in the castle. Um, and she's in this gorgeous gown, and 
they have a weird moment of chemistry where I didn't understand what the switch was, but they're basically like, oh, you shouldn't be in that dress. And then they kiss and then they shag. And it's like, yeah. okay, it's love this like, in flashback wow, cool. in my holiday So robots. it was, you know, enemies to lovers, 10k words, slow burn, slowest burn mm-hmm. ever. Very, very long, slow burn. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They they shagged. And oh, oh, they're together now. Cool. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> very just kind of happens very quick. they have breakfast together yeah and then sophie's like oh i know that you're meant to be moving out after christmas on account of you selling me this castle yeah, and, and but you said, i would love if you would stay and then he's like how dare you how dare you how dare you let me stay it's as not a your tenant home and i'm like okay anymore, hun. you're selling it, sucks, it to this but you lady. have sold it you've She's given you a deposit. Like, I know you're trying to drive her away, but now you're not trying to drive her away. So what's... So, she didn't say... She just said, can you stay? Which is what you wanted in yeah, the first place. you wanted to so, stay. And now you've got yeah. lovely bonus Brooke Shields mm-hmm. to live with. And then with. they have a huge blowout argument. She leaves and it's like, I'm not buying the castle. You win. Like, it would only remind me of you. She gets the one taxi out of... Um, Scotland, or she tries to, which, another thing I was going to bring up later, but I've mentioned it now. So, do you have tartan hackney cabs in Scotland? No. (laughs) I didn't think you did. (laughs) But I just check. We just Um, have regular regular black cabs. Like everyone else. Yeah, but it has to be tartan wrapped. Uh, Of course it has Um, to be tartan wrapped because we are in Scotland and that's our one thing. You have to. The thing is, you have to. we can talk about this a little bit later, post-recap, but the taxi mm-hmm. situation is interesting. <laughs> yeah, just one guy. <laughs> one, first of all, one guy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. relatively common to have like a local taxi mm-hmm. service. I mean, it's the same as literally anywhere yeah. else. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's called Highland Taxis. Um, yeah, and they're not in the they Highlands. They're not I can remotely tell. near the Highlands. Distinctly not the Highlands. They're in the Central Belt. Like they're they're smack bang in the middle of where all the cities are. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, she's on her way home, and then the taxi breaks down, and it's kind of implied that he's kind of done yeah, it on purpose like, oh, a little bit. Oh no! Um, let's go to the pub instead. All the yeah, yeah, all the other villagers then convince her to go to the party anyway. Um, Miles shows up and throws snow at her window, and everything is suddenly resolved. Which it's it's a cute moment to be fair. Like the. They have a little resolution where they they apologise and they're like, oops, I was scared. And then they have a nice party. And there's, um, at one point, also I forgot to mention this, there's a very silly montage where he's reading her book and like it's slow-mo of just shots of her and him it's regretting that they broke lots up. Of, uh, oh God, I'm going to mention this later, but it's a classic, mm-hmm. okay, we kind of have to pad out the runtime. How about a slow yeah. motion montage of things we've already seen before set to a romantic song? Yeah, she's the um, one. Robbie my Williams. romantic song, Robbie Williams. Yeah, good. I was hoping you'd clock that it was she's oh, the one. Oh, she's the and one. It has to be five minutes after their previous falling in love and dancing montage yes. in the snow, which I did like great time. Love that montage, but very silly. Anyway, they all apologise. They throw the Christmas party. Miles invites um, Sophie's daughter over, which is cute, and she skips her dad's wedding to go, which is very funny. Um, and then she starts a new book under her like made a name and it's a hit and it ends with her on the Drew Barrymore show, show again cyclical uh very silly overall did enjoy it but 
shall we get into our first section, which is the mistletropes. <laughs> the mistletropes section, we're going to talk a little bit about hallmarky tropes, things like that, Christmas movie tropes, but also I think this is a good situation a good section to talk about the scotland of it all which i'm sure we want to talk about a bit more like the tropes associated with scotland and how accurate they are because this is there's so many christmas romance movies set in scotland there are um i have it's, we it's went a through genre just, in itself yeah and it's especially made by american companies who seem to not have that many scottish people on the team so i thought this would be a fun section to talk about that so let's start with romancy ones and we'll just naturally go where we go. I really liked that the dog was the tie. It's yes. done in a few things where they're like, oh, the dog just pushed you together. You're so clumsy. Oh, no, it's, it's Hamish, the lovely, lovely dog. And you could, yeah. I mean, it kind of bleeds into the Scottishness. But um, you could be like, oh, yeah, the dog's called Hamish because, of course, the dog's yeah. called Hamish. I can of name at least <laughs> six people with dogs called Hamish. So it's an accurate trope. Oh, very accurate. Yeah, very accurate. Uh, So the main big trope with this is that it's the, like, the enemies enemies to lovers. lovers. And it's not quite, and there was only one bed, but it is, and and there there was was only only one one castle. castle. (laughs) Yeah, which, very silly. I always love that trope. I always think it's so fun in everything. We'll never get tired of there is only one castle enemies to lovers oh we're in a situation and we have to live together absolutely no reason for her to stay there and not live in the b&b where she was gonna exactly, stay in the lovely little um, cozy b&b but it's also kind yeah. of the save the rec center type mm-hmm. trope yeah where it's like we need to mm-hmm. band together to save this thing castle that's fallen apart a little bit yeah and it's gonna get there's a mentions that it's going to go to the bank and then yeah something about it going to the bank and then it will mess up all of the villagers' mortgages? Yes, because... Wasn't sure how we were tied. Something, so something, land he's ownership? everyone's landlord. And yeah. he's trying to sell the castle so that he can pay yeah. off everyone's mortgage. But if it goes to the bank, then it's kind of putting everyone in danger. It didn't make sense to me. Uh, I think it's logic that I don't think it makes any sort of sense. Not, I mean, I know next to nothing about mortgages. I don't know anything but... about mortgages, but it seems to not. Anyway, it seemed to be like um a convenient, like, oh, and he's good because he's not just rich and hoarding the wealth to have yes. a house. It's for everyone else's houses. I'm like, yeah, yeah where he's still a landlord. <laughs> you're, you're still a landlord. <laughs> you're, still you're a lord a who's landlord, a landlord. But... Yeah. Well, he's a duke. <laughs> right? He's you're, close like, enough. You're a duke. You're, you're a land duke. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, but I think they're very much trying to be like, oh, but if you're gonna be landed gentry, may as Might well as well be a be a landlord, nice one. Landlord. He throws a little party now. Everyone in the pub knows his name, and it's like, okay, yeah. fine. I, I'll suspend my disbelief I'll that the ruling class aren't evil for this you know. hour and a half. However yeah, long. Sometimes you have to escape for a little minute where we don't live in. <laughs> The society that we live in and it's all awful you're like yeah it would be so fun to be a princess oh no oh no think about the implications you know one of them one of those ones. <laughs> but i really like yeah what i will say is i haven't seen a lot in these movies is she gets cancelled at the start like that's yeah the people hate her it's not just that she's like stressed with her job and she's moving countries and she's moving to a small town because exactly. she's stressed it's that She's, like, being cancelled online by her readers because they don't like that she killed a guy. And it's not the usual hallmark thing of... I know mm-hmm. you've mentioned before, like, 
you're not angry, you're frustrated. Mm -hmm. She is, like, quite blindingly furious at the beginning of this. She has this wonderful, not wonderful, but a bit slay, villain monologue where she just stares mm-hmm. down this camera and she's like, yeah, I could have killed him a million different ways, the character yeah. that she has written in her book. But I didn't, and I could still do it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I love it. I thought that was so fun. I love that she was allowed to go absolutely mad on the TV. Um, and then I like that she got to Scotland and no one was mad and everyone was like, yeah, should have killed yeah, him earlier. Killed I him like earlier. Him so was so honestly, for, yeah. for Scotland is, yeah, it's, pretty accurate <laughs> i mean of course everyone um, you know everyone has individual thoughts and feelings but to be like yeah mm-hmm. yeah it took you long enough to kill him it's pretty, pretty <laughs> seems pretty like Scottish. a vibe and we were mentioned it briefly before but i don't think there was much christmas packed into this there was a good amount of oh, christmas yeah. in the final half hour of the runtime but the amount of christmas that i have said i like to be visually assaulted by christmas in my Hallmark est holiday movies. Uh, nothing, nothing for it the first was just half. Just a bit chilly. Yeah. So there's we don't have like the Christmas tropes that we have in other Hallmark movies where they're like making gingerbread. We do have them chopping down a Christmas tree, which cute, and also hosting a Christmas Eve party, which could have really been a party at any time of the year, other than the fact that there were trees there. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Mm-hmm. In a Scottish way yeah and here is why so excellent i know getting deep diving um so kaylee's are a thing that can typically happen at any time of year so kaylee's Mm -hmm. are your scottish country dancing your social dancing yeah i've been to kaylee but it was not in scotland oh yeah (laughs) so it's what they were doing so a lot of what they were doing Mm -hmm. is you know it's i i noticed a virginia reel i noticed the dashing white sergeant i noticed the gay gorgeous Like, I can tell that those are those are some dances that you would do at Kaylee. Um, mm-hmm. I remember being at school, and I don't know if this is just, it's a, just my kind of region of schools, um, would do social dancing around about Christmas time, mm-hmm. and that would be our Christmas dance That's at nice. school. So we wouldn't have, Aww. like, regular pop music. We would have a Kaylee band, and they would play, like, Scottish music. And we would just That's so all nice. throw each other around a hall. That is lovely. I loved, I've forgotten his name. Is it Eamon? Was that him? Or Angus? Uh, one generic Scottish Eamon name. Eamon is, is the taxi driver. Angus is... Not him. The guy with the beard. Yes. So I really liked him at the end with his beard with the baubles in. Yes. Doing his excellent. little dance. Hamish also doing his little dance. No real tropes there. Just, just fun. And vibes. I vibes. Solid yeah, vibes. just vibes. So I liked that there was that amount of um, fun and whimsy in it. I was like, they had really no reason to put that in other than to be like, hee hee. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, we've taught the dog to dance. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, you have. And I am lapping it up. I love that. I love that little dog dancing. It was so good. I love him. Did you notice anything else in terms of, let's go into Scottish tropes, because I feel like we've done the romance tropes. There was a few of the big hits, but nothing super like gingerbread housey of the Christmas tropes. Honestly, it wasn't super Scottish other than the people were Scottish. Um, yeah. And I've looked it up and there are two Scottish actors in this film. Mm-hmm. One of whom is Rona. So the the girl in like her 20s the one with the cool shoes. in the yeah. knitting group. And then yeah. the lawyer 
like the property lawyer who shows up to be like, they're going to take your money to the bank. Oh, yeah. That's it. Everyone else is English. Doing actually decent accents. Apart from... That's what I was going to say. Which one? The male lead, Carrie. Do you think? I think it's bad. Yeah. Oh, I think it's bad. Uh. I think he shot for, (laughs) like, Ian McGregor and he landed... Yes. Or Ewan McGregor, rather. And then he landed somewhere in Shrek. Uh, Yeah, there was a few Shrek-y moments, I will say. I have... Especially... I think he was good overall. There was moments where it wasn't... I don't know if it is Scots, but it was mm-hmm. phrases that were like unfamiliar to me, but I was like, I can guess kind of what, what that means. What did he say? I, and I some of those, whether or not it I is can't, Scots. I can't remember off the top of myself, on um, the top of my head, but there was like a few like non-typically English phrases mm-hmm. that I was like, you seem like you're struggling to get your mouth around that. Yeah. Um, that's when I noticed that I thought this actor's probably English. But the rest of them, like the... Um, the taxi driver, even like, I thought he did an okay job, but decent. that is. I mean, the yeah. especially when uh, there's that scene where Sophie's getting picked up from the mm-hmm. airport, yeah, and he's talking to her, and she has no idea what he's saying, which is it's a classic Scottish trope of mm-hmm. no one knows what you're saying at any given time, which yeah. honestly, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty true. Yeah. And he was actually, from what, I mean, I don't know Scots, as I've said, but from what I could tell, he seemed to be, like, actually using, like, phrases from yeah, Scots and stuff. It, it didn't seem is. like, um, when you sometimes see the joke done elsewhere, they will say, like, gobbledygook phrases, yes. which seems disrespectful to me. <laughs> the phrases that he re- was using are actual phrases, like, yeah. where are you fae is where are you yeah. from. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Scots is... It's debatable as to whether it's a dialect or a language. Um, yeah. Most people in Scotland take the position that it's a language. A lot of children's mm-hmm. books are released in Scots. So I remember growing That's up nice. and all of like the Harry Potter books were like translated into Scots and released in Scots. That's so and, fun. And like Roald Dahl books. Lots of books mm-hmm. for kids are released in Scots. Mm-hmm. Which it's difficult to phrase how odd it is when you speak mm-hmm. Scots and then when you read Scots. Mm. Um, so it's just it's just a lot of phonetic typing. I've gone off yeah. a little bit, but um No, love it. Some of the phrases are definitely, you know, used and mm-hmm. some of them aren't. <laughs> mm. I know that um <laughs> not to name names, but uh Disney when they did Wreck It Ralph too, and they had that's the what Disney I was thinking. Princess scene. Um, some that's what of I was thinking when I was like, they, yeah, some of it is not. Yeah, and some of it is just gobbledygook, right? And I was like, hmm, yes, this doesn't seem the most respectful of a language. She's like, I don't take offense. She's making to it. sounds. She's speaking yeah. sounds and words. Um, yeah. Aldian, for example, bad. Doesn't matter. We're we're not. <laughs> you're not a Disney yeah. podcast, but. Um, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Oh, sharp. Not corner. yet. Wait for <laughs> wait for them to release a holiday romance movie, <laughs> which I'm sure they've probably done at some point. They might, have. Uh, and then I'll be on it. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, I have written down on my notes that uh, no one's actually Scottish here. <laughs> like, no, they. I think they don't seem it. <laughs> I wrote, but they uh, did a pretty decent job. I think. I think they did, especially. I think mm-hmm. this one. Um, I've got a note here saying the actress who plays Maisie was actually really pretty good. 
Um, yeah. Everyone else. Which was one is Maisie? Is she the one that runs the B and B? Yes. She's the one who runs the B and B. Yeah. Ends up with Thomas. Yeah, I thought she was really I she good. Was good. I would have thought if I had to pick like three people that I thought were Scottish in it, she would. She'd be one of them. Um. Um. There were some very beautiful just shots of Scotland, which I hope was Scotland at the beginning. Just like beautiful cliffs, bits of ruins of castles. I was like, there you go. There's a castle. There's a castle. It's in bits. They said, yeah, Yeah. there's a bit where there's like, oh, there's 3,000 castles in Scotland. Operational castles. castles. And I was like, something like that. They definitely imply that they're like castles that you could go to and walk around. And I'm like, I think there was once maybe that many, but surely but uh, one. We probably don't know exactly how many. And dust now. Yeah, they're not. They're right. not. And also, surely they don't have. Roots. Surely, just some of those are like bits of a fort and not like a full castle. Because, like, obviously, course, Scotland's yeah. massive, but is it massive enough for three thousand full operational castles on top of like the cities and towns that are currently now there? Like That's Scotland a lot. is geographically quite large has a very small comparative population population Mm -hmm. of scotland is around six million which is about two-thirds of the population of london so how are you gonna get six how are you gonna get like three thousand castles when a A lot of our land is like not really inhabitable because it's mountainous (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say they're just a castle, just on the point of a big old mountain. Yeah, right on the top. And of them, just Nevis like a really Aaron. big chunk of the Scottish population just lives in castles. Yeah. I do. do you <laughs> no one's in Glasgow. Only castles. <laughs> I'll, well, I'm gonna come and visit your like family home at some point Absolutely. and be like, "Wow, well, like, it's not quite it's a not castle, a but castle. it is a Tudor Gothic revival manor." So <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> My family home is like, two months older than I am. <laughs> Anyway, it was the Scot the shots of what I hope was Scotland, but I'm not so sure. But like, seems to be Scotland. Were gorgeous. They didn't just seem to be like stock footage. They seemed to have like filmed it or had a decent archive of footage because it wasn't like horribly different quality to the rest of the movie. Whereas sometimes in these movies yes. when they're low budget, they're like random stock footage stock of footage. children laughing outside. Yeah, Same. um, there are def. I cannot remember off the top of my head the Christmas name in the it. Highlands Christmas in the Highlands uh, there was a lot of stock footage of hills and bushes and in that there was not a single Scottish person everyone was English <laughs> like, they weren't even trying Did, ha, I was going to say how were the accents uh, well they were English they didn't even try to do a Scottish accent <laughs> they were just English that's so funny one of my like favourites, like I can't even remember who what company it is or anything, but it's like something like a Yorkshire Christmas and it's a very similar story to this about I think she's an American movie star mm-hmm. and she comes to Yorkshire and they just they definitely did film it in Yorkshire because mm-hmm. it's places that I have been to I have family in Yorkshire but definitely hardly any of the cast of Yorkshire they're saying like phrases that no one would really say but like you would find on tea towels around yes. here and gift shops, you Absolutely. know what I mean? It's very silly. Loved like it. the Yorkshire um, version of Horrendous. Ochai the New. Like no one says that. Yeah, literally. Oh, yes, right now. <laughs> yep. No one says it, but it is absolutely on someone's some nan's tea towel in like Minnesota. Yeah. It always makes me think of Doctor Who. Um and the David Tennant Doctor Who that bit. Um <laughs> I have it written down the specific bit where Miles says 
and this is the the drawing room where a duchess wrote a book of poems um mm-hmm. and he says wrote a book of poems <laughs> That's very shortly after now he says, hello yeah. there, like General Kenobi. <laughs> well, he's going for you and McGregor, so you know. He, um. I mean, yeah, that's very true. The thing is, I mean, it's sort of like the way his accent worked is kind of like... Everyone ragged on Daniel ah. Craig for Benoit Blanc's voice, but it's apparently oh, this very specific, like village in louisiana or this random neighborhood that's like yeah people do speak like that love that i think what he's gone for here is you know like a ewan mcgregor kind of broadly scottish has ended Mm -hmm. up sounding like like an aberdeenshire farmer Mm, i did i did think he sounds very farmery yeah Um, we call them chuchters so if you're Mm -hmm. a chuchter it's kind of like a country bumpkin, generally mm-hmm. from the I really north. liked the scene where she's trying to decipher Scottish slang, which is obviously so obvious, which is like, and what's an Egypt? And I'm like, put two it, and two together, my like? love. You're, you're, a, you're a writer, so you should know yeah. words. I mean, they're absolutely correct. There are many words for just idiot in Scots, mm-hmm. like Egypt, numpty. Mm. <laughs> many other ones very silly I also loved how much tartan people were wearing lots um, of tartan great people don't wear that and much tartan I would say look at yourself <laughs> right this is our guile <laughs> <laughs> close enough close enough no actually it might be yeah. time I when know. I put out little clips from this you'll see that Meg is not quite in tartan but it's close enough that it could tartan be tartan if you squint <laughs> Yeah, tartan. If you don't really know what tartan is, yeah. which I which don't, is, really. I don't. I just know that I prefer really. it to most other patterns. It's a good yeah. pattern. Um, what I will say is her dress right at the end, mm-hmm. the big tartan ball yeah. gown, loved it. Westwood moment. Yeah, and she's like, "Wow, this beautiful dress." Mm-hmm. Do you not like it? I loved oh. it. And let me tell you why. Okay, please tell me for why. So I, I mean, I lived in Edinburgh for like five Mm. years because I studied there. So in Edinburgh, because it's the capital, um, we have a lot of like tourist tat shops. um, Of which, you know, you go in, you see all like the 30 something clans of tartan. Um, Mm -hmm. Clan system isn't around anymore. (laughs) Really great, onto great those selling point for Tartan, though. <laughs> um, yeah. But what they also have in the window of a lot of them is a mannequin in, like, the kind of short cropped jacket and a kilt. Yeah. And then a lady yeah. mannequin in a tartan Ooh. ball gown. Love that it. tartan ball gown. I love it. I thought it was such a sleigh. I really like it. Hypothetically, a bit of a sleigh, but I've seen that. I can. <laughs> but you've seen it on one too I've many seen mannequins. It on so many mannequins. From, yeah, walking up and down the Royal Mile. <laughs> That's so fun. I love that. Well, talking of sleighs, we'll rearrange our sections a little bit because because we're here. 
Overall, do you think the movie was a sleigh? I think there are bits that are a bit sleigh. Yeah. I but overall, hasn't hit the sleighs for you. It's just a little... Oh, it's a bit nice. Yeah. Like, it's like herbal tea. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice and warm. But isn't yeah. it supposed to do something? Like, it's just... <laughs> Halfway there. I think it is, as these movies are, like, very predictable. Um, But I I liked the vibes. It's definitely one that I wouldn't mind putting on just in the background. Uh, I thought, in terms of, like, the fascia, which is also a little part of the Is It A Slay section, I really liked that dress. Um, I really liked most of the stuff that everyone, like, wore. I thought... completely forgotten her name. I keep calling her Orla in my brain because she looks like Orla She from does Dairy look Girls, like Orla Dairy Girls. It's Rona. Yeah. Rona. I thought Rona's outfits were so fun. She was like alt but kind of cosy yes. alt. Like Halfway, she's like yeah. twee alt. Like, loved it. it. Was, I thought she was yeah. so fun. If she came up in like the lace up converse that went like up to your knees I'd be like absolutely. Mm-hmm. She gets like they all do um, a hair change scene and like Sophie does all their ch- hair, she, and she gets, gets random like green, green highlights, which yeah. are yeah, slay. slay. But Pad my favorite slay. from that hair montage, mm-hmm. Angus's little curly beard. He I know, so I love sweet. him. He's so I cute. I love him. Me too. Any well, <laughs> let's quickly move on to our next section then, which is make the Yuletide gay. This is a section where we talk about queer representation in these movies, if there's opportunity for more, if we think it's kind of camp overall. And from what I remember, and they glossed over it pretty quick, but Angus is gay, yes. right? Like, that was definitely yes. implied. And his husband his or husband partner is died, dead. And yeah. he hasn't so we don't spoken get... since. So you know what? We so do it's... get a gay character. He's not allowed to speak. We get though. a gay character. He does not, not speak. Allowed to talk. Um, he's very sweet and beloved. Um, but he does. He has a tragic character, like Barry Gaze. Yeah, as we must. it's very Barry um, Gaze. Yeah, and he doesn't get to have like an on-screen romance. Like, there's no on-screen like kisses, no affection, no intimacy. Yeah. It's all like it's very sad that his it's... husband died. But it's nice that he's in this like nice knitting group, like the community knitters the knitting love them because it wasn't because yeah. his husband was in it, or he joined shortly after his husband died. Can't remember um, honestly. I glossed over like I was watching this movie with a friend, and I glossed over the like losing the husband bit, and I was like, wait, is are they they don't want his husband, yeah. so he's gay? And my friend was like, yeah. And, like, I'd missed it because I'd, like, glanced away for a second. So it is very... It's blink and you miss it representation. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're just kind of like, why is this guy sad if you if you don't pay attention? Exactly. Um, unlike, so, the um, the lesbian Hallmark movie we watched a few weeks ago, which was Under the Christmas Tree, it's what it called. Yeah. Um, that was very much every five seconds, like, we're lesbians, um, we're gay, 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 lesbian, gay, gay, gay. gay, gay. gay, 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 gay yeah, gay, which, gay. like... Also, not like the perfect way to do it, but like but definitely, definitely a bit better than. Oh, his husband died. No, he doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah. I would have really liked if there was like more fun representation. I think mm-hmm. it would have been a fun opportunity to do it with um, the guy. I've completely forgot his name. That is the grumpy guy that wears the kilt all the time and runs the oh, castle. Thomas. I think See, he would have I, been a fun character. He's got gay vibes. You could have. Even though Maisie is great and she does have a very mm-hmm. good Scottish accent, you could have made Angus that character yeah. 
and then yeah. ended up with Thomas who works at the castle and they've had like a history yeah. or whatever um because I know that Maisie's thing is that you know she's recently divorced and mm-hmm. now she has this opportunity to date this guy that she used to date back when she was a teenager mm-hmm. There could have been that sort of thing. Like, Angus's husband has recently died and he's grieving. Yeah. Um, but this man has come into his life that he knows from way back when. Oh. That would be cool and yeah. fun. That would be nice. No, we, we must yeah. have quiet gay man. Quiet gay man with yeah. wonderful curly beard. Yeah. And, like, aside from actual, like, representation in it, which, you know... Character with a dead gay husband. More gays than most Hallmark movies have. Exactly. But I also don't think there's, like, the camp element to this, which no, I find in... We haven't done a traditionally Hallmark camp. Hallmark movie. I would say there's the campest not, like, bits are the, the kind of makeover montage thing of the yeah. hair and mm-hmm. the... I would say the campest bit entirely unintentionally was mm-hmm. the, the slow motion flashback of here's all the things we've seen before to a very silly Robbie Williams song. <laughs> that was very camp, to be fair. I really liked it because it was just slow mo, fill for time. Oh yeah, um, great we choices. Gotta kill but um, thirty seconds. Here she's the one, Robbie <laughs> Williams. <laughs> oh, so silly. Uh, I will say I was. I think it is disappointing because the director of this movie can do camp and I, mm. she's proved it to me because she made Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge stop it she did not she did and also Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery 2 which I've not seen but I've heard the, of great the original the the ones from the 80s <gasps> and the 90s yeah. stop it right now yeah. that, Mary Lambert please camp. more camp Exactly. So she can do camp. I looked it up and I was like, what do you mean Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge? I know. Because I I initially looked her up because I saw her name in the credits um, and her name is Mary Lambert. And I was like, from the Macklemore song and also an artist. No, no, different Mary Lambert. I was thinking. Uh, Looked her up. So, yeah, disappointing amounts of camp, Mary Lambert. I know that you can do better. I have seen, I have witnessed Calabar's revenge and I love it. (laughs) Absolutely. These eyes have seen Calabar's revenge. I've seen Calabar. Is he, you know, Calabar's revenge? Like, yeah, for real. That's so camp. Is Angus, you know, Halloween Calabar's revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he wants, you know, Calabar's revenge? Do you think he wants a little bit of Calabar's revenge? They should have had a gay bar in, in the town. Dunbar, a real place. Yes. Um, called yes. Calabar's Revenge. And yes, Calabar. Cal- oh, yeah, it's writing <laughs> itself. Go on, it's writing itself. Virus. Yeah, doesn't seem that hard to write one of these. <laughs> Stop. Just leave chat GBT well, running know. for a bit. <laughs> literally uh when i was like iterating on this podcast i was like you know what just before i like set all of my like stuff to live i'd already written the description of it i was like i'll see what chat gbt can turn out just to like bounce off any ideas so very easily can write a whole book movie which is so funny i love it didn't use any of it but was was great fun to play around with it um but it's gonna take over our lives and you know ruin everything probably Anyway, anyway um 
Anyway, anything else in um, Make the Utah Gower? Do you think that's about it? I think there's not enough campness for me to have any further takes. For there to be anything else other than there is a gay character, he doesn't speak. Yeah, pretty mid. It is pretty mid. Cool, well then let's lean into our next section and I'll just unroll my naughty or nice list. Mm. So, this section we're just going to talk about the things we like the most, the things we like the least, our peaks and our pits. So I will say on the top of my nice list, I really liked all of the knitters. I thought it was cute that she had a group. I liked that they were like fun. They were all different. They weren't just like gaggle of middle-aged women. Mm -hmm. Like I thought it was fun. Like obviously not the most diverse group ever, but I thought it was like fun that they had like different ages and things like that. And I just thought it was nice that she went to a small town and made friends. Exactly. I really liked it. It was like, oh, she came to this town. She went to the one pub, which I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a village, but it's a Scottish village. There's probably more than one there's pub. Two there's two pubs. There's two pubs. Yeah. 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 Um, there's the good pub and the mid pub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a good pub and the mid pub you go to when the good pub closes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just so really what, liked yeah. that she had friends. Me too. Um, and I think a lot of these movies are just like, she moves to this place and there's a man. And I'm like, oh, I like that she's she like, she moves to this place. She loves the castle. The she like finds that. So there's more reasons for her to like move there and stay there than just like. Exactly. Than just Duke. a man or yeah. the castle. But she's yeah, I also really liked picture. how they did um, just, it's kind of off, but the I liked the FaceTime integration. I thought, yeah. I think a lot of movies do like FaceTime and text and stuff in a kind of messy way. I thought it was really nice that whenever her agent would call to be like, yeah, get with the Duke. She was just on the screen mm-hmm. in a little photo. I was like, yeah, good. I like when they incorporate technology in a normal way. Um, and then on my naughty list... Uh, I think it's just that there wasn't enough camp. Like, it really, you could have really hammed up a lot of this, mm-hmm. and you didn't. And that really sucks, and I didn't like it. I feel, yeah, similarly. Yeah, what's on your naughty and nice list? Similarly, it just wasn't very, it didn't have that kind of weird, kitschy charm that a lot of these, like, low-budget, yeah. lower-budget, Hallmark-style movies yeah. have. This one has it's, Netflix it's, money. It's got Netflix money, <laughs> And You've got Drew Barrymore. For, yeah, they've got Drew Barrymore. It did all of the money go to Drew Barrymore? Probably. Maybe. And Brooke and Shields. Shields. You know. But it, otherwise, and it was, Carrie L. West, was, I think, is pretty yeah, big as well. I mean, but other he than was, that, he was um, Wesley Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and believe the Doctor the from guy Soul from Ella Enchanted. Oh, oh, excellent. <laughs> well, my brain goes two king, types of the people. King from Ella two Enchanted. types of people. The villain, the Panther villain for Ella Enchanted, one of my favorite movies. I do love um, Ella Enchanted. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a hot minute, but my brain went, yeah, he's the oh. guy from the first Saw movie, who's like, I'm a doctor. Love I'm a doctor. Um, <laughs> but I, I know I'd said that I'd mention I would mention this later, and now it is later. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre, but I did like the bit that's like, yeah, castles aren't that expensive, which yeah. in the grand scheme they're not. Um, I looked up, I looked up a few when I was watching this, and I was like, a castle in Scotland, and like from one Google, I found one that was like a mill and a half, mm-hmm. and like I'm never gonna have a mill and a half, Neither but like I, theoretically, but if my life took a, a deep turn and I got a bit famous, I could definitely afford a mill and a half in like an alternate universe where life is different. Exactly, it doesn't I mean, seem like when you talk an about insane amount of money like for a rich person to have a one or two bedroom flat in London being the same price yeah. as a literal castle. It's just yeah. So what I'm saying is, we should all pool our money. So there was what twelve bedrooms there Excellent. between us and twelve people. We could yeah. get a mortgage on a castle. 
us and 12 Sold. people. We don't get a bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can go in a lounge. There's a lounge. There's a ballroom. There's a, <laughs> there's a billiard room. We'll and, a, and a dining yeah. room. And other places to hide my lead piping yeah. and rope. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Professor Good. Plum when you need him? <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll pay no mortgage. The 12 can pay for it. Oh, yeah. We'll stay in the servants' quarters. Sold. <laughs> In the elaborate set of tunnels beneath the castle. Yeah, so we'll be in the labyrinth in the we'll, yeah, We're <laughs> the Minotaur. Has. <laughs> we're right yeah. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in the walls, and every now and again there's like people doing close to the castle, and they're like, Is there? Is Did there you hear that person? noise? And it's me scurrying about in the walls. <laughs> Rat girl winter. Rat girl winter. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it'd be horrible to have Rackle winter because they don't heat that house and therefore you would exactly, be in be the walls cold. and it would be chilly. Yeah, it's chilly. Yeah. I'm going to go stay in like a rich person's walls exactly. that has like money that doesn't have like a million and a yeah. half. Like I want like a billionaire. I'll stay in a billionaire's walls. Mm-hmm. They'll be well insulated. They'll be so cosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want a little cosy time. Excellent. But yeah, so I'm that's yeah. Our, probably our naughty and nice list. I thought it was a fun movie overall, I would say, is my conclusion. And before we finish, I want to give you a Christmas gift, which is you get to plug anything of your choosing. This means you can plug something that you're working on or just like media that you're obsessed with that you want more people to watch. The floor is yours. Well, thank you. Thank you. So um, I will preface this by saying we're on a little bit of a hiatus at the moment. But Katie and I and also some of our lovely, lovely friends have another podcast called The Storybook Podcast where yeah. we alternate weeks between reading a chapter of a book and then having a book club discussion about that chapter that often derails into chaotic madness. Um, many, If you like the vibes of this yeah. podcast, it's that, but literary, yes. basically. <laughs> and less structure, less, but more chaos. More chaos. Um, yeah. Lots of random bits and bobs and pop culture references and silly things. Mm-hmm. If you like fun camp vibes, I would give it a listen. Yay! So that's Storybook Pod, wherever. Search us everywhere. Um, yeah, please listen. Thanks so much for coming on as a guest today, Meg. I've loved Thank talking you for to you about me, Pencil for Christmas. Uh, if you want to get involved in the conversation, we're at Pod for Christmas on social media. Or if you're braver than me and you've deleted social media, which I do think is the correct move. Bravest ever. <laughs> it's Pod for Christmas at gmail.com. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you soon. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.